Well, hide your toilet paper and keep your distance. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 365. This episode is brought to you by the monkey from Outbreak, Gwyneth Paltrow, and zombies everywhere. I'm Scotty, and with me tonight are... Mark. And Eddie. And tonight, we're here to check in on you, dear listener, and make sure that you're okay as the world goes crazy. Do you get the Gwyneth Paltrow reference? I did. Hey, but I wasn't sure if you were saying she was the monkey or... No. No. Was, it, was she in Contagion? Is that why? She's she's, she's like the... Well, not quite patient zero in Contagion, but she's like the, the first character that gets infected, and she's the one that brings it to the US. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Subtle, I know, but it's there. I, I haven't seen it, so I, I can't... You haven't seen Contagion? No, I, I feel That's like now would be the worst time to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> End up with PTSD. Yeah, look, I wouldn't recommend it at the moment. Apparently it's become like one of the most watched films on Netflix, but yeah. Yeah, I had a woman at work trying to give me safety advice from it, and I was like, no, I'm not going to take my- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hello everyone. We are doing things a little bit differently in this episode. We'll probably talk about some toys, but we are mainly here to check in and get this up into the feed as soon as possible because we're dealing with some pretty crazy stuff at the moment. And of course, by that, I mean the early release of the movie Cats to streaming. Um, very very challenging for all of us. Oh, and there's a pandemic as well, but it's kind of been overshadowed by the whole cats thing. So this is not a full episode. This is just us checking in with you to make sure that you are doing well and let you know that we are doing well. I know that there are parts of the world right now that are locked down, that are in quarantine. Here in Australia, we haven't reach that point yet. We do have quite a restriction on public gatherings. We have social distancing being recommended, um, which some might say that our community is already really good at. And we have lots of people not going to work, people already out of work because of the events that are happening around this pandemic. And so at an uncertain time like this, it's good to have some comfort. It's good to check in. And we decided to check in with each other tonight and then also to check in. So we're just going to do a brief update on where we're at, and we're going to talk to you then about how you might be able to engage with us and the AFP community at this time when some of us have a, a fair bit more time on our hands. So Eddie and Mark, how are you, and how many rolls of toilet paper have you hoarded? Well, I've actually been taking some from work. You know, I've seen it everywhere in the shop. Well, tried to see it in the shops, went food shopping, which was scary. It feels like I was walking down the toilet paper aisle actually needing it and there was none there. And another dude was walking in the opposite direction and he looked at me as if I was one of the crazies who was just trying to hoard the stuff. I'm like, dude, I just need some actual toilet paper. I'll be happy with 16 or 12 or however many. I just wanted a little bit. So I walked through, but, you know, I think this is, it's almost playing up to me with this the food shortages because i walked down the lolly and the chips aisle and it was chockers it was full full of good Mm. stuff like if you are a chocoholic or into that kind of thing you'll be fine we're not running out of chocolate no one's stacking up on picnic bars and hershey's kisses we're all good 
they're not rolling out. But yeah, so I'm doing okay. Eddie, any panic buying in your household? No, I've actually been uh, extremely lucky um, where most of the times I've been into a supermarket this last week, they've actually had um, not huge amounts, but toilet paper on the shelves or, um, you know, hand soap and uh, things like that. So I actually haven't um, had the huge amount of uh, empty shelf uh, issues that uh, other people have. I mean, I'm uh, potentially it's the times that I end up going into supermarkets and um, things like that. And I don't know if they um, have necessarily stayed packed, but um, it's uh, I, I, I do think uh, there is supply out there, um, at least in the region. Um, uh, but obviously this panic buying is a bit ludicrous, particularly people buying up, uh, soap and that at large amounts, because that's only going to be effective if everyone uses it. So hoarding the soap isn't going to be a huge advantage in this going forward. So, um, that, that one, I'm, I'm a bit like, oh, that's, that, that's not great. I think it's just a symptom of, you know, the uncertainty Right, like we people don't really know what's happening or what the impact is going to be, and then the the uh, suggestion of shortages slash lockdown, etc. You know, kind of makes people, um, you know, you, you you overthink things. And I think you know, if you like, uh, if you've got other people that you're responsible for, and you're, you know, there th- there is the kind of like proper behavior of, oh, we probably should actually, you know, keep a little bit more around, etc. Um, and that's different from the, I need, we need 50, 20 packs of toilet paper right now. Um, yeah. And s- some of the stuff that is uh, like, you know, we're around us the other night, like we genuinely needed milk. Um, fresh milk and we, we've, you know, stocked up on a bit of long life milk, but we don't want to crack into it until such point as we have to. And I went out and looked, you know, at three places at night and there was no milk. And that was a bit scary. <laughs> like, wow. But it is a, it's an uncertain time. And we were chatting, uh, amongst ourselves today and thought that while we do have a couple of proper, uh, episodes, um, currently in various stages of getting ready to be released that we would just check in with each other and then also, um, check in with, uh, our community and just make sure that you're hearing from us and that you guys are okay. So we're going to, um, talk about a couple of, uh, different toy related things, but we also will talk at the end about different ways that you might, um, be able to, Kind of join in and, uh, while you're experiencing your social distancing in, um, your real or physical life, you might be able to get a little bit closer to us online and that not intended to sound as creepy as it just did. Um, but that's the plan. So we had a couple of suggestions of things that we would talk about briefly just to take people's mind off and, uh, you know, without doing any full reviews. Uh, we should you know, talk about things that we've acquired recently before we discuss anything else. So, um, Eddie, what, what has been uh, your? You know, have you pan- been doing any panic buying of toys? Any any recent acquisitions, and are any of them quarantine related? Uh, yeah, I, I've been uh, doing a fair <laughs> bit of buying uh, recently. None uh, that I would 
class uh, panic buying. Um, and in actual fact, I'm I'm starting to uh, buy less um, with everything that's going on. Uh, obviously, the dollar um, is not too healthy uh, at the moment. Uh, so importing things is going to cost more. And then even just shipping is um, getting bombarded uh, at the moment. So it's going to take longer to arrive and uh, all that side of things. So I've, I've been a bit more selective. Uh, I've unfortunately had um, a retailer not fulfill uh, Power Rangers Lightning Collection uh, Wave 3, which came out at the end of last year, um, and that's gone on for a bit. So I have um, reordered uh, that wave through Amazon. Uh, that was one that I did. Uh, obviously, the McFarlane articulated spawn that I was excited about. I managed to uh, score one of the pre-orders for that uh, on Amazon, uh, which was good. And uh, still been doing a bit of Ninja Turtle purchasing. So I picked up uh, off eBay uh, two of the Jim Lee designed Ninja Turtles figures from the mid-90s. Uh, I managed to get the Michelangelo and the Donatello. Um, and now I really oh, want wow, the Raphael. He's right. uh, my favorite one. Um, and then I'll have the set. Uh, and I also managed to uh, get a hold of the Transformers Earthrise series, which is the new uh, brand of the G1 collector style uh earthrise transformers and uh they are really good i was really liking siege and sort of the cybertronian designs and uh as the name may suggest earthrise is very much uh once the transformers get to earth and more earth-based vehicle modes uh and so i was a bit like oh do i really need an optimus prime the siege version of optimus prime was really good and uh the earthrise optimus prime is like mp10 uh, Optimus Prime shrunk down into regular scale, and he's absolutely fantastic. He's super articulated, comes with the trailer, even has the little matrix inside his chest. Um, fantastic transformation and really does look like the G1 uh, truck mode from the cartoon that you remember. So if you're going to get, like, one Transformer, uh, he's almost the ultimate choice uh, out there at the moment. So I was very lucky uh, to nab both him and Grapple. Uh, as well as the regular deluxes like Cliff Jumper, Wheeljack, uh, Hoist, and uh, Ironworks. Uh, and Ironworks is uh, really cool as well. He's based off, if you remember, Transformers in the early 90s did a series called Micro Masters, which was kind of their answer to Micro Machines. Uh, and they had little play sets, and one of them was this sort of little factory Ironworks place. So uh, this new Transformer is basically that but you can pull him apart and make him into a full robot um and also break his pieces apart and attach them to other transformers he's very much like the battle masters that they're doing in siege, siege where you had a transformer that you could break apart and would become guns uh for the other transformers it's like that but he becomes the little uh play sets uh for the micro masters which was cool very cool nice so, Mark, what about you? What have you been up to and uh, collecting, not collecting, or not panic buying? Well, it feels like panic. I think if anyone had looked at my shopping basket, they would have thought I was panic buying because I've just – like when I speak to Eddie outside of this, 
Um, I always listen to what he's talking about in regards to comics. And I think the last time we spoke, he gave a big rap to the Thor comic, like to the um, not unworthy uh, Thor, but the now that the there's a new female who's being thought at. Uh, everybody knows uh, the, the, the Mighty Thor, Jason Aaron run. Yes, yes. So I started reading Thor again, and I just I just got so involved. I went back and read all the Thor from the seventies. So back when Kirby and Stan Lee were doing it, and I just got kind of hooked. I went and read all the Will Simonson ones, and so I just went on a tear and just got a whole bunch of Thor figures. I picked up yeah. the Marvel, yeah. Picked up the Marvel Legends, with the 80th anniversary one. I picked up a pop, like a completely gold one, a couple of little daubs, um, a keyring one. Uh, I bought, I you know, it kind of went silly and even bought a full size Mjolnir, you know, and with this rock base. So I, I went a bit mad on Thor, but I also, <laughs> yeah, when I was out, I also picked up these. Don't hate me for this. The Funko, um, I think they were Funko. The cans, they're little cans. There's a oh, He-Man and the oh, soda can. The, the sodas, pops. Yeah, the soda pops. Yeah. Cool. So I got a He-Man and a Skeletor one, and there's one in six uh, exclusives. So I think the He-Man's a slime pit, and this I can't remember what the Skeletor was. But I'm sitting there, you know, I've got that real Schrodinger's cat. Like, where do I open them? Do I not open them? Because you can <laughs> nothing. There's no way you can see in there to tell what it is. So I'm gonna buy the one. I've got the one at the moment. I'm gonna open it up, and then I'm gonna buy another set so I can have a a set with, you know, a uh, closed set, like in still still in the can. And then at some point I know I'm going to open them up because I'll think they're the exclusives. And then I'll, I'll just, there'll be this constant cycle of me buying cans, thinking this is one, the next one will be the exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> or I could just bite the bullet and buy the exclusives off Evil Bay. Not sure. Yeah. But yeah Look, I think um, about I, I, I am a selective mystery mini fan and i go through the same thing of like oh you know if i just you know buy five more boxes i'm sure i can find the one that i want and uh in the end yeah there's a point where you have to kind of bite the bullet (laughs) bite the bullet and just um cut your losses yeah for sure that whole blind bag thing it's so difficult like how how many do you buy before you go all right i've only got 16 of these birds of prey harley quinns now i probably need to try something else I, I, yeah. see, I I can't gamble. I I really I've got a lot of friends that uh, you know love the horses and love going to the casino, but I just get furious at myself if I hand money over and don't get something um, of equal value uh, yeah. in return. And so I, I just can't do blind boxes because it's real. Like I get that same feeling as if I get a double. Um, and I've spent, you know, like five to ten bucks on a blind box, and it's like, oh, I've already got this. I didn't need that. I get really angry at myself and frustrated, and far more so than I would have enjoyed if I got the figure that I wanted. So <laughs> I, I, I'm very much like, oh, actually, if there's a blind box thing that I want, I, I'm just going to bite the bullet. And if it's for a price that I'm willing to pay on eBay, um, I'm going to get it there. The one I've had one time when I wasn't too upset about blind boxes where. Uh, the first ro- round of the Master Universe Loyal Subjects came through, and I got—I pretty much bought a base set just off one of the guys in a forum I'm in. But I thought if I just buy a couple, I might get one of the exclusives, might not. But I managed to get just a regular He-Man, and it's one of the few times when I've ever gone, 
what am I going to do? I'll give painting a shot. So I thought, you know, I'll try and make him a slime pit one or I'll try and make him anti-attorney him. But there's a lot of, when, when you get a base figure like that, like even I know a lot of the Transformers, when you get Starscream there or, yeah, or one, one of his like, you can try and give it a paint. But if you're crap at painting like I am um, and, un- and have no idea of different types of paint or brushes, you just end up with kind of a unarticulated brown blob. Yeah, yeah. I, you you sound like my attempts at customs. I'm quite yeah. a terrible customizer myself. It's a tough gig. Yeah. And what about you, Scotty? Have you uh, now? Like, last time we talked, you had some DC multiverse figures by McFarlane on their way to you. Did you end up uh, getting those? I have indeed. I. I'm a sucker for any new DC figure line. Uh, as I said before, I'm like Charlie Brown and the various DC toy manufacturers are Lucy with the football and I will run for it every time, even when I pledge that I won't. My local comic shop uh, secret headquarters got the McFarlane figures in and I got most of my uh, first wave from them. And Eddie, you and I definitely need to do a proper review of them soon. It's the launch of a new DC action figure line. I think it's an admirable start, um, but we should talk about it in a bit more detail. And in terms of what else I have uh, acquired, I unfortunately had some uh, pre-orders from a local e-tailer cancelled, which meant that I had to scramble for my Marvel Legends Demogoblin and Fantastic Four waves, but managed to acquire uh, both of them. Um, the Demogoblin wave, thanks to Target, because it actually came out here, and it was kind of fun getting all of them in the the wild. Um, I, th- I mentioned recently that I've really gotten into the DC, well, d- direct now again, uh, DC Direct Artist Alley PVC figures, and even some of the series that initially I thought, mm, not sure if that's for me. Uh, I-, I love the packaging of these, and the the pieces and the sculpting are just awesome. And I have really gotten into these just as a a concept. So I'm all in, and I've just finished picking up the James Groman line, which is really uh, funky kind of monster versions of Batman and some of his baddies, and I'm going to get all these Articelli into my display, although I love the packaging. The packaging itself is just amazing. So that has been super fun. And then the other thing that I have recently opened, although I acquired it a little while ago, that's super exciting is the uh, classic Catwoman statue from the Superpowers statue line from Tweeterhead, which is my most looked forward to line I'm collecting at the moment. This is the purple costume with the skirt um, version and just stunning, really, really stunning. So um, I've had quite a you know, upheaval with my display for lots of reasons, having to take it all apart, put it back together. But it's actually been really good. The, you know, some of the stuff that I had on display, I've now 
you know, decided not to put back. Some of it I might sell. Some of it's in storage. But I am finding space for some other things, including hopefully my Mezco 112s, um, of which I have acquired a big bunch. Um, and one of those is one of the reviews that should be coming up next. Um, yeah, great fun. So I, I don't think you could call it panic buying because I don't think I'm buying any more than I normally, um, by, uh, but I definitely have got acquisitions sitting around. Um, so while we're not doing reviews tonight, we really do need to pump out, uh, some review shows so that I can justify all of my purchases. <laughs> so look, as we said, we just wanted to check in with you tonight. This is not, uh, a long chat. It's a, it's a hello. And we wanted to just say hi. We wanted to hopefully provide some reassuring voices and some comfort in a uncomfortable time. It's changing, uh, seems like on a, a daily basis. And I think we're in for more change ahead. So while we are in this time, you know, there are things that we can do to support each other. And we uh, wanted to talk a little bit about ways that uh, you can stay more connected with us and perhaps participate a bit more in both our online communities and in the show itself. Um, in terms of ways that you can, um, obviously we have our fantastic and growing Facebook uh, group community, so Action Figure Blues Collectors Forum, is that what it's called? Eddie? Yeah, community. Community, oh, sorry, yep. Eddie started it. Yeah. I, I just participate. Um, the the and that we there's a great group of people there, and we're trying to keep that you know active with some discussion questions and and topics. So please come and chat to us there. Um, the the other thing that you might find that you've got time to do if you are uh, uh, more homebound at the moment is record a listener pick review and send that in. We would love to include some more of those in the show and you can send that as an audio file to podcast at actionfigureblues.com or any questions or feedback and we would love to do that as well uh what else could they do to um join in the fun i i think just be creative in whatever way you're creative i mean shakespeare wrote king lear in isolation during the plague apparently and you know we've got different people who do different things in the figure community we've got some fantastic customizers out there um that aren't mark um <laughs> and don't leave their uh loyal subjects figures all brown and sticky which uh, out of context sounds a bit weird. Um, <laughs> Goodness, that's yeah. upsetting. But, yes. um, you know, there, there's people out there who are fantastic customizers and this could be a chance for them to, um, you know, rather than spending money on new figures, they can take things out of the drawer and um, create some new figures. We've got some brilliant action figure photographers out there that can um, take some wonderful pictures and, go out into the backyard and um, set up some landscapes and do some cool things there. Uh, that Scotty mentioned um, more than happy for people to record their own audio files and um, talk some toy love, send it in here. I, I think it's really important to uh, keep that brain active, be creative and have that level of uh, distraction um while uh we might be social um distancing or self-isolating or um 
cross through and uh, we, we can use it um, as a time to help bring a bit of distraction to others. So uh, I definitely highly recommend um, that uh, you, you take this time to um, – oh, we, we get so much and the conversation as a toy collector often ends up, and I'm guilty of this, being about, you know, what have I gotten recently? What am I getting? What am I on the hunt for? Um, this is a time to potentially stop and enjoy what you've already got. Hmm. Yeah, I, I'm definitely wanting to take advantage of that because I've got a a backlog of things to process and properly enjoy, and so I hope that that opportunity um, presents itself um, in as least traumatic a way as possible. Um, guys, thank you so much for joining me this evening, and uh, we will try and check in with you guys a little bit more regularly as well as get the the next couple of shows that we have already recorded up so that you can enjoy some proper toy reviews as well thanks everybody good journey and good health and stay safe good night nerds the action figure blues podcast can be found on itunes and stitcher radio and can be downloaded direct from actionfigurebluescom wherever you listen please take a moment to leave a positive rating and review to help others find our show our theme music is by Robert Crandall. Our ad music is by Scott Holmes. The AFB logo is created by Nath Stones. We also have an active fan forum at afbforum.com where you can join with all the hosts of the podcast and many other collectors to discuss news, reviews, old lines, and trade and sell in a safe community. Please join us there. While you're at actionfigureblues.com, please check out our sponsors like Mike's Comics and Stuff, Loot Crate, Audible, and Gamefly. You can find us on Twitter at AFBlues, on Instagram at ActionFigureBlues, and on Facebook at Facebook.com forward slash ActionFigureBlues. Thanks for listening. Well, hide your toilet paper and keep your distance. You're listening to the Action Figure Blues podcast, episode number 365. This episode is brought to you by the monkey from Outbreak, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Zombies Everywhere. I'm Scotty, and with me tonight are... Mark. Oh, oh damn it! I thought that that was me. That was my bad. Amazing. <laughs> all right, I can't. I can't repeat all of that. So we'll just go from. Uh, I'll count in, and and Mark can say his name without interruption. Can we trust you with the end, Eddie? Yeah, I'm happy to take it. No, no, uh, I got it. I got it. Um, I'm good. Just right. haven't spoken to physical people in ages. It was I got excited. <laughs>